Leslie's is bringing back Pro Days. Leslie's Pro customers can take advantage of chemical early buys, liquid subscription services in selected markets, and the newly launched Relager Rewards program. Ask your local store or salesperson to learn more. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of this podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to continue my talk with Joe Loreno about metal staining in your pool. He's the CEO and president of Periodic Products, which is the parent company of the See You Later product. And we're going to talk a little bit about how metal stain removal and identification can help your pool service business and also some things that you need to be aware of when you're treating metal in your customers' pools. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. You know, when you talk to service techs about metal stain removal, a lot of them will just kind of brush it off. They'll, they'll not um, implemented as part of their service and they won't offer it to customers. They'll just say things like, well, th- that's on your pool. And when I took over, I'll, I noted this stain on your pool in my in, in my initial estimate or bid of your pool. So I want to let you know that I didn't cause that stain. It was already existing. But nowhere do they think about removing that stain for the customer. And why do you think that kind of attitude has developed in the industry um, over time? Well, well because... Um as I said, you know, 95% of the cases are easy or 99% of the cases are easy, right? Because it's usually a, a, a very straightforward metal staining issue. Uh, but you can get into a situation of like the, the bacteria the, the, that could cause you a, a, a bit of a headache. Uh, you may have a surface that was not applied appropriately or is old. And then you have to worry about is it, you know, hydration? Do I have some some issues with, uh, you know, too much water in the mix. So you get into the whole surface issues. And so it tends to make the, you know, the service person who, who kind of wants to get in and out pretty quickly, um, you know, a, a little bit of hesitancy to, 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 to actually dive into the problem. But I would say that and recommend that they do dive into the problem because there could be things like, um, you know, pool heaters that need to be put in the pool, uh, basically replaced. Um, there could be other things, uh, you know, water water conditioner systems and other types of things that they can do to actually improve um, what the pool owner sees and, and overall satisfaction of the pool owner. If you have a happy pool owner who doesn't, who's got a pool that doesn't require a lot of their own maintenance and they can invite their friends over and they like what they see, you're going to have that client for a long time and they're going to tell their friends. So to build your business, you really want to have satisfied customers. And the one way to do it is to, even though you did inherit that pool with a stain, if you can take, take that stain off and keep it off, you're going to, that's going to be a very, very positive experience for your customer. And then for you. So it wouldn't hurt. I don't think if you have a pool company, pool service company, and you're getting a new account and you see staining there, um, would it be logical to tell the customer that you can try the stain removal process that we talked about in the first podcast 
and see if that works and you know go from there you know what you know some of the fears of the pool service tech is that they're going to do the process and it's not going to do anything to the pool and then the customer is going to turn around and say they wasted their the resources by paying for that kind of you know removal service so how do you allay some of those fears that you know the process may not work as the customer had wanted it to look once they're done with the, the removal process Right. Well, I would do three things. First of all, I would become educated on the process, uh, uh, similar to what they're doing with your podcast, but go and, and go to some of the seminars when they get back on. Uh, some of them are virtual. Uh, hopefully later on this year, we'll be back to doing education in person, uh, but learn about the topic, right? So you, you can become knowledgeable about it and you're not afraid to deal with those issues. Um, the second is, is to set expectations, reasonable expectations. Um, if you're looking at a surface that's to the end of its lifetime or nearing the end of its lifetime. So if you have a 10 year surface and you're at year nine, and your customer says, I want to have a nice, clean surface like I did when I put the pool in, you need to set their expectations and say, you know, you probably got a lot of stuff going on here and you only have another year left of the surface before you really have to entertain draining the pool and resurfacing the pool um, or, or putting in a, a new liner of that pool. You're, you're not going to be able to turn back the clock on a pool surface. So be, be very, very realistic with the customer uh, you know, re regarding those expectations and then to use the resources available. Uh, we, we have a customer service line that's open uh, during the normal working hours, nine, nine to five uh, Eastern time. Um, and we have, we, we do allow people to send in their water. Uh, we test their water using very, very sophisticated methodologies that are EPA methodologies um, that let them help them. We can use some of our expertise to help them. We have them send pictures in. Um, some of those pictures you will see on the website, those actually came from people that we've helped. Um, so use use the resources to help you out. You're not out there alone. Um, so if you do those you know, three things, I think you'll be all right. Uh, I don't think you'll have any issues. Yeah, I think that's correct. I think you summed it up well there. Um, getting educated on what metal staining is and how to treat it is, I guess, one of the keys I, for, for feeling comfortable in treating it. And I think, um, let's say that you have a, a customer, you took over their pool, or maybe you're doing the pool yourself, um, and you notice there's some metal staining developing. What could be some of the, um, I guess, hazards or, not hazards, that's probably not the right word. What are some of the the things of, that could happen by ignoring that. Let's say you just don't want to address it and you just let it go. What are some of the things that could happen to that pool if you're not addressing the metal staining that's developing? Well, like I said early on, um, you really want to identify the source of the metal staining because it'll just keep keep coming back. So even if, it, if you take it off and you get to see you later, um, to capture all the metals and you throw it away. Well, if you're still pumping metals in that pool, that stain's going to come back. When the levels get above about 0.3 ppm, they're going to start to stain, right? So you owe it to your customer, even though it's a new pool that you may have taken over, you kind of owe it to your customer to do a little bit of investigative work. And there's really two recommendations I would make and kind of highlight here, because a lot of times people change service companies when they resurface their pool or they do some renovations to their pool. So you want to make sure that you're not being handed a problem. 
And oftentimes what happens is that when they resurface a pool, they'll often, often resurface the deck. And you have to make sure that the bonding grid that is in that pool, or that was in that pool, still is in that pool. Because if there's a bonding issue in that pool, you'll actually set up uh, a battery, galvanic corrosion, we call it, and it actually start to plate metals out. You'll, you'll, you'll dissolve metals in your heater core. You'll dissolve metals in your plumbing system, in your rings of your lights fixtures. Um, so you really want to make sure that that's the, that, that you, you're not being handed a problem. So you want to get some really good history there. And if you think the bonding grid's been, been somehow compromised, um, you want to, you know, have it checked and make sure that the bonding grid is still good. Um, a lot of times people will convert to salt pools when they do this. And of course, as you know, salt water conducts electricity and it makes the situation worse right with this bonding issue um and and so and you want to make sure that if it's a fiberglass pool that you have ladders in the pool some metal in contact with that pool water because again that's a that's a bonding issue um so you want to check that and and uh, i want to emphasize that because we see that a lot with the renovations and with new service companies that come in and take over a pool the second thing is is and i i tell this to whenever i go on site um, and help one of the pool service professionals um, and they're going to start putting chemicals in the pool and they don't really know what's in that water i tell them to take take a five gallon bucket and take the water out of the pool and put a little bit of what they're going to add in the pool to the bucket if that water turns black don't add that chemical to the to the pool water because that's going to make your customer very dissatisfied when their crystal clear pool suddenly turns black, right? And this actually has happened a couple of times. And I tell customers, or tell tell you know the uh, uh, the professionals to to take some of the water out, put a little dose, a little bit of that chemical in that pail. If that water in the pail stays good, then you're pretty much guaranteed that when you pour it into the rest of the pool, that everything else will still be good. So it's kind of got a little you know, tricks of the trade, as I call them, to help out the, you know, the uh, the taking over a uh, a new pool that they may not know know the history of is is probably one of the more riskier things that they do. I think you're right there in that case, especially when someone's remodeling, like you said, um, the bonding issue that you mentioned. How do you how would they correct that? Is that something that the construction side of the industry would take care of? Well, ideally, they're not going to take the bonding grid away, or if they do, because it's buried under the cement decking, and when they put in maybe their tile decking, they should put the bonding grid back. Um, some people want to handle it by using a, a, a zinc metal, which is basically a sacrificial anode. If if you own a boat or have owned a boat, you call them zincs in the boat, or those, you know, they, they basically sacrifice, they basically dissolve in the water, preferentially to any other metal that's there. Uh, but what they've done, they've done a couple of things now. One is that there's a, a company out there that sells a skimmer uh, unit that actually has the metal grid on it that allows you to connect that to the bonding grid to bond the pool. Um, and other people do inline bonding units. So you can actually restore the bonding nature to the water uh, back to the situation uh, that's there. You want to be careful, though. You want to make sure that you hire hire a uh, a professional to do this because people confuse the bonding grid with the grounding and they're two completely different things and you really need to make sure for the safety of the bather that that you've done this correctly so if you think that it's been in fact compromised you want to bring somebody in who's an expert to actually test it 
and to make recommendations to what they would do uh, to remedy the problem. But it's something that should definitely be addressed. And I think the bottom line to all this is that you have a tech support line and you have, of course, your website with articles on there. And so if anyone in the industry wants to get better at stain identification, stain removal, learn more about what we just talked about, the problems that may arise in addressing them, I think they can just give you guys a call and you can help them over the phone or email and put them on the right track to use your products to remove the stains or identify them at least um, through your material. And then if they are something they can take care of, you will help them through that process. Absolutely. What was the number you have on handy off the top of your head? Yes, uh, the number is 954-764-7654. You can also reach us on the website, www.culater.com. So there's a lot of educational material on their website, culater.com. If you're a pool service professional and you're not too familiar with metals and pool water and treatment and the pool process that's involved in that, you can definitely refer to their website. They have a lot of articles on it. They have photos on different metal staining and get educated on that. And Joe also mentioned that they have seminars and training programs available. And once those start up again, I'll definitely put those out there on my social media so you can get access to those. But I think the first step in anything is getting the knowledge so you feel comfortable doing something. And I think with stains and metal removal, I think the knowledge is definitely key so that you can actually utilize these resources and their products to remove staining in your customers' pools. And if you're interested in the other episodes in this series, which I highly recommend you listen to because all of these kind of come together and bring all the resources together in these five parts, you can go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, and on the banner, click on the podcast icon, and you can scroll down and listen to the previous episodes I recorded about metals in your pool and stain removal. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great resources there, including the ability to call me and text me in real time. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.